ninjas. Welcome to the Saucy Sales Show. I am so excited and grateful that you are right here hanging out with me today. Listen, being an entrepreneur can be tough, especially when you feel like you were doing it alone. And on top of that, most of you didn't go to school for sales. And yet it is one of the most important skills you need to know to run your business. But that is why your saucy sales queen is here to help you learn all things sales and marketing with a sprinkle of mindset and life as an entrepreneur. So you never feel like you're alone again. I'm your host, Logan, otherwise known as the most fun sales and marketing mentor you will ever meet. (laughs) All right, grab your notebook, or if you're driving, just listen and take notes later and be present right here in this moment while you start to become a saucy sales ninja. Let's do this. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Saucy Sales Show. I'm so excited that you are here listening. I'm always so grateful when you take the time to out of your day to come to this podcast and learn something, something that is going to help grow your business, help your mindset, um, help you learn to love money. We talk about so many things on here that are personal development related, but also to business development and growth. And um, today we are going to be talking about the psychology um, behind choice and buyer's choice and kind of prescriptive selling, what that is, um, how the heck we implement it, should we implement it, what does it mean, all those things. Um, But I do just want to acknowledge first the fact that in Iowa today. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, I live in Iowa and it is like 65 and sunny today, maybe 70 degrees. And I cannot wait to have a patio margarita this afternoon (laughs) to celebrate. Um, But for now, I'm inside recording because I'm super excited about this topic. I have, I cover this in my group coaching program, Saucy Sales Academy, Um, because I think it's something that I didn't know for a long time. When I first got into online business, I did not know about this. I didn't know that by me giving a lot of options to a customer that I was really hindering their ability to make a decision. I was really, um, I mean, really hindering the sales process because I was creating an obstacle and um, a roadblock for them to feel like they can make a a good decision on what package to choose, uh, what offer was best for them, those types of things. Um, Because I thought that by giving options, so when someone would say that they're interested and we kind of, I threw some questions at them and I would say, yeah, we have lots of options. You know, we have this, I think you'd like this one, but we also have this one, um, but we also have this lower cost option. And I would list off all these things thinking that this was going to make them more likely to say yes because, oh my gosh, I have so much to choose from. How could they not choose something? Like there has to be something in there for them, right? And the opposite is actually true because as a buyer, we when we have too many choices, when we have so many options, it overwhelms us. Because of just due to psychology, when we have choices of just choosing something and we get we get overwhelmed. And so we're not sure which one's right for us. We're not sure which one we should choose. And we kind of worry, am I choosing the right one? How am I going to know if I'm choosing the right one? What if I choose something and then I change my mind? And 
when you have all these options, a lot of times we end up choosing nothing because that in our minds is easier than making the wrong decision and regretting it later. We just convince ourselves to not choose any of them. And like, think of, let's think of some examples that this happens in real life. So one I can think of that doesn't, isn't even related to business really, but, um, you know, when, when you're deciding where to go to eat, the, the, the infamous argument between couples, right. Of where we're going to go to eat tonight. And it's always a back and forth. And have you ever, you know, brought up where you want to get food from all these different places and then you just can't choose. So then you just don't get anything (laughs) and you cook at home or you just go to the grocery store and decide on something there. I've definitely done that. I've given up on trying to choose between all these different options and I just chose nothing and I did a total, went a totally different route. Or maybe, um, you know, when we're shopping, we're online shopping and there's a bunch of choices of swimsuits. Swimsuits are on my mind because summer's coming, but we have all these options to choose from and we can't decide. So we end up, well, sometimes people end up getting all of them, (laughs) but in the online business world, that may not be a financially (laughs) responsible option. So a lot of times we end up getting none of them. And the reason is because we we're afraid of what's going to happen after we make a choice. We're afraid of the regret that we're going to have afterwards. And I guarantee that you, this has happened to you when you were making a decision and there were lots of options and you, so you made a choice and then you kind of regret it. You're like, oh, but I don't, maybe I wanted the other one or I don't know if this is the right one for me. I should have chose the other one. And you kind of regret buying one in the first place. You regret the choice you made. Buyers regret. And so that's why when there's so many choices, we are kind of afraid of making a decision because we don't, we're so afraid of making the wrong one and regretting it later. So relating this back to you talking about your services to a potential client. Okay, so let's say whether it's a sales call or you were just talking in the DMs, we know that in a good sales process, you ask questions. You ask questions to them to understand what they believe their problems are, what's most important to them, what they're looking for in a solution, um, those types of questions, right? We need information. We need information of where their head's at, what they feel like the gap is that's missing for them, what they're looking for in a mentor, in a coach, um, in a social media manager, whatever service you provide, what are they looking for? What do they need help with? Right? Because we take all the information and then we present it to them and say, you know, you told me these things, this is my services and how we can help with that. And so a lot of people who don't develop their sales skills end up saying, well, based on what you said, like, you know, all these options could fit. So, you know, here's this option, this option, this option, which one do you feel like is going to work best for you? So now you've just overwhelmed them with three different options and you haven't really given them any insight of which one you think is best for them. So they're kind of like, well, I don't, I don't know which one is best for me. And so a lot of times they're going to end up saying, I don't, just don't think I'm ready at this time because they're getting these feelings of uneasiness, right? They're not going to be confident. And when they're not confident and they don't feel empowered in their decision, they're going to be like, oh, that's a bad sign. Like maybe I shouldn't do this. 
So they end up saying it's not a good time. I'm not ready for this. I don't know exactly what I want. So I'll come back to you later. And so they end up walking away. And we thought, and I did that, you know, I thought I was making it more likely and easier on them by giving options because I wasn't kind of like directing them at one that they had to get. But here's the, here's the thing. You want to, the goal is to build trust with a client, right? We need them to trust us and we want to build a trusting relationship both ways. And we want to build credibility and our ability to help them. We want them to have full confidence that we know what we're doing and we know how to help them and we can help them. And when you give options, it kind of takes away a little of that credibility because they are looking to you for guidance. They are looking to you to tell them what they may need. They're going to tell you what they want. And based on that, you kind of, you show them what they may need and how you can help them. And when you give options, you're not, you're not giving them, you're not building that credibility because in their eyes, it seems like you don't know which one is best for them. So you're just going to let them decide. So you give a bunch of options. But they're looking for your recommendation because they're trusting you. And you may lose a little bit of, that, bit of that trust when you're constantly giving them tons of options and not giving them an actual rep- recommendation. You build credibility when you give a recommendation. And so, how do, well, Logan, how do I know what to recommend? Well, that's the whole discovery process. That's the whole asking questions figuring out what they need, figuring out what they're looking for. So then you use that information to be like, oh, based on what they told me, this offer is perfect. Like it includes everything that they wanted. Um, this is the problem that's, that will be solved. So many of my clients sound just like this person and they've benefited from this offer. So you get to the end of that call or conversation and you're ready to present your offer to them and they're ready to hear it. So then you tell them, you know, you recap what they told you and and make sure you're on the same page. So it sounds like this is what you're struggling with and it sounds like this is where you want to go. Like, did I miss anything? Do I have that right? Okay, confirm. And I'm going through that part very quickly, obviously. But, and then when you present your offer, okay, so based on what you told me and what's important to you, I really think that this program or this coaching structure This three-month coaching program um, is going to be the best fit to help you get there because it's going to get you the results that you're looking for, you know, and, and relating it back to what they said they wanted and were looking for and need. Okay. And so you give that recommendation and you say, this is the best option to help solve this problem. Now you have built credibility because you are showing them, yes, I understand what you're going through. I know how to help you. This is it. This is the best fit for you. Obviously, some people, whatever one you recommend, maybe it's out of their budget. I won't get into how we qualify people on this on this episode. Um, but, you know, maybe, okay, I'm not ready to, to commit to that right now. Or I can't commit that time. I can't commit that money. Then, this is why it's good to have options, But you don't need to present all the options right away and say, hey, these are all the options, but without giving a recommendation. And we think that that's doing them a favor, but really we're just overwhelming them, like I said. And so now, you know, it's 
Now, if they say, this one doesn't work for me at this time, then, okay, let's talk about a lower ticket offer. Let's talk about another option, how you can still serve them in a different capacity with something else and talk about how you still think that is going to serve them, but maybe it's not going to serve them in the same way because you have already given your number one recommendation. But they can at least get started somewhere, maybe with something else. And so you go down talking about a different option if you have that. So having different offers, different options at different price points is a good thing so that you can serve people at different levels if they're not quite ready for that highest ticket investment. But you don't need to present all of them right away. You should be recommending what you think is genuinely going to help this person based on all the information that you just gathered from them. Because again, if you present everything, they don't they don't know what's inside of each of them. They don't fully understand the value and the knowledge they're going to have or what each one entails. They're only going off of what you have shared in, in your content, what you've talked about. So yeah, they're excited about it, but they don't fully know everything that's included or what's going to happen. You know that. You know everything that's going to serve them. So you're the one that should be talking and matching them with the one that best fits them based on what they told you. Because otherwise they're going to be afraid they're choosing the wrong one. And you are more likely to have customers who have buyer's regret where they come back and they want a refund or, you know, they feel uneasy throughout the whole thing because they're afraid they chose the wrong one. You want, like with my clients, I want my clients to feel fully confident that they have made the best choice for them and this is the route they're going to, and they're excited to go the next couple months working together because they know that this was the best offer that's going to help them get to where they want to be. That's the feeling that I want to instill in my clients. I don't want them to just pick something because I said, yeah, that works and without giving a recommendation and then having them feel uneasy about it for days because they're afraid that they chose the wrong one. Maybe the other one was going to get them better results. So you build credibility with your clients when you give those recommendations. Okay. It's not... You know, it's not hindering them because you only recommended one. It doesn't mean there aren't more options if needed, but they're coming to you for guidance. They're interested in working with you. They want to know what you think. So we need to have the confidence to tell them what our recommendation is. We need to have the confidence to communicate, this is what's best for you. So this is what I recommend is best to solve the problems that you're having to get you the results that you want. Because if that person already likes you, trusts you, like you've already built all of that connection, they're going to trust your recommendation. They're going to say, okay, yes, I've loved learning from you. I've been so excited to work with you. I trust what you say. How do I pay you? Like, yes, I want that option because I really trust you and and you saying what you feel like I need and what you feel like is going to get to me, get me to where I want to be. If you've done your job of building that trust and that likability beforehand with this person and making a connection, then when you give that recommendation, they're going to be excited because they wanted to know your insight. They wanted to know what you thought was going to best help them. So that is how you build credibility at the end of the process is, is and, and avoid the buyer making no choice. You know, they're, instead of them walking away because they're so overwhelmed by the choice that they choose nothing, 
they're either going to, yes, say yes to your recommendation or you're going to help navigate them to a different option. But still, they're never feeling like they're they're choosing from all these options on their own. They have you by their side guiding them through that decision-making process the whole time. So they don't run into that, that wall of uh, too many options. I can't do this. I'm walking away. This isn't the right time. That's what you're trying to avoid. You want them to make a decision if this is, you know, someone that is a good fit to work with you. So build your credibility by prescript, and that's what I said at the beginning, prescriptive selling. I am prescribing a recommendation of a program offer, you know, whatever, whatever my services are. I am prescribing based on you know, their quote symptoms based on the problems they're having, emotions that they're having. Those are all symptoms. And I'm going to prescribe a solution. That's prescriptive selling instead of what I used to do and sending a whole list of questions to them through email, expecting them to answer them all. And then saying, okay, here's three different options at three different price points, which one works best for you? And not building any credibility by saying, based on what you told me, this is the best option. So now the choice, they're going to just panic. They're going to feel overwhelmed and not choose anything a lot of the time. Maybe they'll come back and say, you know, which one do you feel like is best? Then that just shows you that you should have gave your recommendation in the first place. And we can't be afraid to do that. We can't be afraid to be the authority, stand confident that we know what we're doing that we know how to kind of diagnose what's going on with someone's problems and how to, how to solve, how to help them solve them. We can't be afraid to make that recommendation because we lose credibility. We lose trust and we don't make the decision-making process any easier for potential clients. So overall message here is stop overwhelming your potential clients with so many choices Be prescriptive, give your recommendation, but you have to do a great discovery to be able to do that. You can't just listen to a surface level problem of someone who said, yeah, I need help with my marketing. Oh, okay. I recommend it. I recommend this program to help you with that without asking any questions about their marketing. How do you know that it's actually their marketing? Maybe they think it's their marketing. It's something else. How do you know what problems within their marketing there is? Is it content? Is it they're not on video? Is it their words? Is it their off? Like there's so many different things that it could be. And if you don't do a good discovery of figuring out what that is, how can you make a recommendation? Then you're just blindly making one. The goal isn't to just give them whatever one is the most expensive or um, whatever's the least expensive if you're afraid to, to sell the higher ticket ones or give a random one and hope that they buy it. No, 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 no. That is not genuine sales. That is not how a saucy sales ninja sells her services, my friend. All right? We make ethical recommendations. We do our due diligence to find out what this person needs, and we recommend based on that information. That is how saucy sales ninjas sell, and that is why our clients love paying us. They appreciate the recommendations. They appreciate the fact that we get to know them and their problems so that we can make a valid recommendation. So start prescriptively selling your services. Do a good job of discovering what they need, make a recommendation, and then take it from there. 
downsell from there if you need to. And give the recommendation that you truly believe is going to help them the most because you're going to help them make a decision. You're going to avoid that overwhelm, that buyer's regret that we don't like feeling. And they're less likely to walk away and choose nothing. So that is, that's the tea today, everybody. (laughs) And if you don't feel comfortable with this, if you're like, I need more, I need more lessons on this, or holy crap, I didn't know this. And I feel like there's a lot more sales that I need to learn because you're a new business owner or entrepreneur and you didn't go to business school and you weren't born a salesperson and you just don't believe in your confidence to sell. You don't believe in your skills to sell your services, but you know you're damn good at what you do. Then that's what I'm here for. My coaching will help solve that problem. And I will, we will talk about what problems you're having and how one of my offers can help solve that problem. And I will prescriptively sell the one that I feel like is going to benefit you the most and get you to where you need to be. I have my signature group coaching program, Saucy Sales Academy. I have my one-on-one coaching services as kind of my big two options right now. But from us talking, we'll figure out what's going to be the best fit for you. So how do you sign up for one of those? How do we get in touch with me to, to talk about those options for you? Find me on Instagram at Logan in Motion and send me a DM letting me know that you listened to this podcast episode and you want to learn how to work with me. It's that simple, baby. And I can't wait to meet you. So if you love this episode, if you learned something today, please share this episode with a friend to your social media so more amazing business owners Women can feel empowered in selling their services and build their confidence just like you are here today. And I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review of this podcast, The Saucy Sales Show as well, to, so more the word can get out there and more women can feel confident selling, making money, and loving being a business owner and knowing, feeling confident doing it. Please leave a review so that more people can hear these messages. Again, I am so grateful that you spent time with me here today on the Saucy Sales Show. Every single Monday, new episode. So tune in next week as well. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Saucy Sales Show. Your time is the most precious asset you have. And I'm so grateful that you chose to spend some of it here with me today. It's time to stop saying, I love everything about my business except sales. And start believing that you are capable of loving sales and making them happen in a way that is fun, authentic, and makes you money. I would love to hear from you, so I can thank you for listening. Go find me on Instagram at Logan in Motion. Share this episode to your stories and tag me so we can connect. Make sure you come back next time so we can hang out again. See you soon.